Strap in. You're listening to The Walt Blackman Show, the show that brings you hardcore conservative straight talk. Welcome to the No PC Zone. Well, 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 everybody. Welcome to The Walt Blackman Show. Hope you're having a great, wonderful Monday. It's November 28th. And yeah, we're still talking about elections. We're going to be diving down into Maricopa County and their new released data on the election day issues. So go ahead and stand by, get ready, and get set for the No PC Zone here on the Wall Blackman Show. Hello, everybody. Hope you're having a great, wonderful day. My name is Walt Blackman. This is the Walt Blackman Show. And if you have missed some of the show, you can go to Spotacast. You can go to Amazon Music. You can go to Apple. And you can go to a myriad of platforms that house my podcast. And you can download this podcast or catch up on any podcast that you missed. We just had Thanksgiving, so I know a lot of people missed some podcasts, but you can go to those platforms and you can find out the what's going on in Arizona and across the country. You can also go to my Facebook page, Walt Blackman, and I always keep that up to date with podcasts, with live feeds, and also with information that is pertinent for you. Now, on Sunday, Maricopa County released new data about malfunctions at some of its voter centers on election day. Now, the reason why they did this is that they wanted to be able to push back on claims that voters were disenfranchised because of the issues. What they believe is that no one was disenfranchised and everybody had an opportunity to vote and everybody was fine. However, we do know for a fact that people had to get out of line. People that were in line or in the voting centers, when the machines broke down, they had to leave. There was no checkout procedures. And because there was no checkout procedures, when they went to another voting location, they could not vote because they were already checked in at another center. So there was some disenfranchised voters out there, and it needs to be addressed. So when Maricopa County came out with this election day uh, data, and that's the first thing that they said, that they that voters were not disenfranchised, well, that is false. That's a false statement. Now, um, the Arizona Republican governor candidate, uh, Carrie Lake, who lost to Democrat Kat, uh, Katie Hobbs, you know, kind of I really do wish that uh, Carrie Lake would have won, but lost to Katie Hobbs and other GOP uh, folks um, has seized on printer malfunctions in the county on Election Day. Now, they are claiming that the problems substantially altered the results of the election, despite Maricopa election officials insisting that no one was prevented from voting. That is a false narrative right there. Maricopa County says, their official says that no one was prevented from voting. When you're sitting in line for hours and hours and hours, and then you can't, and then by the time you get to the door and somebody says, well, we're closed because the machines are broken. Guess what? You are going to get tired of waiting there. You go in to vote. You're getting ready to cast your vote. You're sitting there at the booth and the machine goes blank. 
So you are a good sport. You go to the clerk and you say, hey, listen, the machines are broken. I still want to vote. You go and you are nice about it. And they say, well, okay, just go across the street or across town to another voting center and you'll be able to vote. So you get in your car, drive across town, you get to that new voting center and they say you cannot vote because you've already registered to vote at another polling center. That disenfranchises People in Maricopa County, the officials, the supervisors down there, when they say it has not prevented someone from voting, technically you are right. If somebody wants to stay in line for eternity, then yeah, they'll be fine. However, in response to a letter from the Arizona Attorney General's office, Mark Brnovich, demanding further information on Sunday, provided the most detailed data to date, showing that thousands, thousands, ladies and gentlemen, were affected uh, voters still casted their votes that were tabulated. That's what they're trying to say. Now, Bernovitz is saying that this is called our response is available for the public to read in its entirety. And details on how Maricopa County followed state and federal laws to ensure that every voter was provided, was provided the opportunity to cast a ballot. Board of Supervisors Chair Bill Gates. Correction. Um, Bernovich didn't say that quote, Bill Gates did. That's what he said. So he is saying that everyone on everyone had an opportunity to vote. Now, Bill Gates's response to the attorney general's office demanding further issues. That was his response saying that there were no affected voters and uh, votes were still cast. And that was his deal. Now, Gates vowed to certify Maricopa County vote canvases by Monday statutory deadline defying the Lake campaign, who was publicly called, who has publicly called for a delay in suggesting in the court that the issues that are still out there that are problems. Now, these issues meet a legal threshold for doing this. Now, why would you go ahead and certify the election when you knew you had problems with those machines and people had to get out of line and some people couldn't vote? I think that Gates should wait a little bit before he did that. Now, meanwhile, Arizona Attorney General candidate Abraham Hamadan formally contested his election results last week over the issues. Hamadan trails his Democrat rival by, or he trailed his Democrat rival by 510 votes ahead of the expected recount. So he is still losing, but he, he protested it. And um, from what I understand, um, uh, the guy who ran for secretary of state, uh, against uh, the Democrat is also protesting uh, the the votes. But, you know, you really can't protest that Secretary of State race, uh, Mark Fincher, because you got your clock clean by over 100,000 votes. So, you know, I can understand um, Abraham uh, protesting his because the Democrat rivaled by 510 votes. Versus your over 100,000 votes. So you really don't have any merit to, to say that your election was an issue. Uh, the Hill uh, has reached out to Lake. Now, that is the uh, Capitol Hill, uh, Capitol Hill uh, paper has reached out to Miss Lake, 
uh, Miss Lake's campaign and Attorney General Mark Brnovich for, uh, you know, comments on on uh, what they see what was wrong with this. Now, the circumstances that they believe are rooted in the malfunctions with the printers at some of Maricopa voting centers. Now, the reason why, again, this is this is all centered around Maricopa County is because Maricopa County is the largest county in, in Arizona and in some places in our country. So if you are running for a statewide office, governor, secretary of state, attorney general, treasurer, and superintendent of public instructions, guess what? Maricopa County is going to make you or break you. And in this case, it has broken a lot of Republican GOP candidates trying to gain that seat or those top tier seats. The county, now Maricopa County on Sunday, said that it confirmed the malfunctions occurred at 43 of the county's 223 voter centers, although it indicated that the numbers may be as high as 63. Now, Lake campaign based on a sworn declaration had alleged uh, in court the figure was at least 118, 118 malfunctions um, or in, in these centers um, that they had in Maricopa County. Now, that is grant. I mean, that's grounds to go to court. I mean, that is grounds to say, hey, listen, there was some problems. Um, there were at least 118 out of 223 voting centers that had indicated that they had problems. Maricopa County being a big slice of the pie for votes. Yeah, that is a reason to go to court. And that is a reason to say, wait a minute, let's let's make sure all this stuff is right. However, Supervisor Chair Bill Gates said he wasn't going to do that, that he was going to certify his elections. And I think that is today that he is going to certify those elections. Now, election officials have insisted, insisted affected voters could wait in line until the issues were Resolved. And now this is what I said at the beginning. If you are waiting in line and you are there to vote and you're on your lunch break and you get an hour and there those machines are broken for, for hours, you got to go back to work. You want to get in and vote and then get out. And if you're already in and the machines break, then guess what? They send you to another voting center, but they have no mechanism to check you out of the voting center that you were in. Now, when you have to wait in line until the issues are resolved, this cast a ballot at another vote center or, or deposit their ballots in, in, in a separate box for tabulation later. They're saying that all oh, that was okay. But their box said is they had a box there said uh, something like a known as door three or something like that. Come on, really? We're just going to put ballots in a uh, put it in this uh, box right here, door number three or box number three. You, I mean, come on, really? We we got to get better than that. Now, Lake's campaign is also alleged that some of the voters who pursued each of those options experienced issues at each option. So, it, it, you know, when we're talking about disenfranchised, typically when you hear the word disenfranchised and it's coming from the GOP, it's coming from the right, then it's kind of strange. It's kind of weird because the only way really you hear disenfranchised is when it comes from the left. And then in the left, they really talk about, you know, uh, voter opportunity and voter equality. However, this is, an, this is a, a case in point that voters were disenfranchised in Maricopa County because of all these other other issues. 
Now, Lake has claimed that the malfunctions created long lines at voter centers that effectively disenfranchised voters. And that is true. You could, you can, I mean, lines were crazy at some of these voting centers and they shouldn't be that way. Uh, they should, you know, you should be able to get in and vote, as I said, but the county response has indicated that the majority of the voting centers had peak wait times of 15 minutes or less. Now, of course, you're going to say that if you are trying to defend your position about that you had a seamless transition or a smooth voting procedures on Election Day. Now, when we have wait times that there were 207 of these counties, 223 polling locations, and they are all saying that it, it, it never exceeded an hour, that's garbage. And we all know that. I mean, I had friends that went down that, that live in Maricopa County that were trying to vote and they spent a lot of time, ladies and gentlemen, a lot of time in line waiting to vote. And it wasn't 15 minutes, everybody. It was some people waited an hour. Some people waited maybe, you know, two hours. And these are, these are, this is information coming from friends of mine that live down there. Now, Lake and other GOP folks have also alleged that the poll workers did not properly check out some of the affected voters. Didn't I say that? You know, I I said that. I said that like what, last week? Come on. Really? I said that last week. You know, this seems to be a repetition. I say something and then it either gets beat up, beat up or what have you. And then somebody else says something later on and it's, oh, yeah, that's the yeah, come on now. I said that last week. I said it. I said it on the radio last week. They weren't checked out because there is no procedure to check them out. And so when they do go to another voting center, it appears that they've already voted. And then, and then in some cases, the uh, clerk at the uh, new center will say they are fraudulently casting a second ballot. And then they can't, they won't get their vote. This is something that should have been addressed you know, a, a while ago, this is a, this is a, uh, uh, an opera, a standard operating procedure. This isn't so some people say we need to write in law that this, and no, that's, that's the secretary of state being, you know, uh, in front of this situation, regardless of who the secretary, secretary of state was, because when I ran the first time we had a Democrat down, I mean, a Republican down there, this is something that should have been fixed. This is something that should have been addressed some time ago. Now, county officials uh, yesterday indicated to, that uh, 206 residents tried to vote uh, at second locations and 122 of them were not properly checked out. So we're looking at 122 possible votes that were deemed fraudulent because these folks could not vote. Now, poll workers gave those voters provisional ballots, and we know how provisional ballots work. They suck. I got to tell you. They suck. Now, voters commonly ask to spoil their votes. And what that means is actually checking, double checking and rechecking the ballot. And poll workers were very familiar with the process in issuing them a new ballot. Now, the county wrote, this is what the Maricopa County wrote, that indicated it indicated that it covered the checkout procedures at poll workers training. Now, let me ask you, come on now. If you covered that at the poll worker training, 
And they get to, I, you know, I'm calling the, you know, election day Super Bowl. You get to the Super Bowl and then the machines go down and then they're leaving. You would think that these issues, particularly the uh, 122 people out of one polling center, their votes would have counted because they would have properly been checked out. So why, if they were trained, why weren't they checked out? Why weren't they checked out if they were chained? Now, uh, Arizona GOP figures, now that's the Arizona uh, Republican Party, They figure uh, the figures have also cast doubt that the votes placed in door three were counted. Now, I want to know what this door three thing is. is, is I don't know. Is it like the price the price is right. I mean, you know, door number three, you know, yeah, this is your, this is your candidate. You know, what is this door three? You walk behind a door and you give your ballot. I, this is the first I've heard of that. Now what they're saying, they're saying that they have doubts that those votes were, were counted. And then, and then when, you know, they were counted, you know, a lot of people were posting videos who expressed concern about this. I would too. The machine's broken. You can't vote. You have this ballot and they say, well, just put it in door number three. Yeah. I'm going to make sure I take a picture of that to make sure that my vote counts to make sure that there's some backup. But there were some poll workers apparently in some of these and some of these uh, voting centers that didn't like the idea that people were taking pictures or photographic records of their ballots going to door three or box three. I, I'm, you know, Hey, I don't know. Uh, also, so, you know, uh, Sunday in Maricopa County said that it audited the difference, the differences between the number of voters who checked in at each voting center and the number of ballots counted at each location, finding there was a difference of 170 votes countywide. I don't care if it's one vote countywide. There is an issue with this system. So 170 votes and some races could be the difference of somebody winning or losing. In the case of the attorney general, we were talking about, I think it's 510 I was mentioning about. That takes off some of the votes. Now, variance between the check-ins and the ballots received you know, are not common. That's what they, that's what they say. Oh, it's, it's, it's uncommon. You know, the County said that it's in its response due to occasional voters who check in at polling places, but leave before casting a vow a, a vote about it. Well, they left, you know, because the machines broke and they couldn't cast their ballots. And it wasn't an issue of that. I don't think anybody is going to wait in line for an hour or 15 minutes or what have you, they get in, they process, they get all checked in, they go to the voting block and then they say, you know what? I'm, I'm not going to vote. I'm just going to walk away. How many people you know who've done that? Come on. And that's what you're trying to say. People just got up to the booth and walked away. They got in there, got ready to vote and they walked away. I don't see that happening. What I do see is a spin on what is what was happening uh, because of the issues in uh, Maricopa County. Now, how does that affect the rest of the county? Now, we do have some holdouts that have refused to certify their elections because there are some issues with this or certify the ballots, not the elections, but the ballots. Um, there are some issues with this because 
if these ballots are not certified, and today was uh, today the 28th, it's canvas day. If they weren't certified, if they're not certified, then did these people really win? And if the votes, if we're, you know, if we're talking about, you know, um, that there were votes that were not counted and, 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 and it's, it's been confirmed. It's been confirmed that there were malfunctions that occurred in, 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 uh, uh, these, these, these voting centers, 63, as high as 63 centers out of 223 centers, there is a problem. Now that, that is something that needs to be looked at. And I would think that the uh, attorney general's office would do more than just demand information on the issues. I think that they should conduct an investigation because they have a voter fraud unit. Now, just because, I mean, you know, you're the attorney general, you can go in and say, you know what, we're going, we're going to investigate this. We're going to look at this. Now, the question is, what do we do with the counties that don't want to certify their ballots? What do we do? Do they just not certify them? Do those votes count? Do they not count? And I will like, and, I, and I'm going to say this. How do we know if you, if they're saying that the, that the machines were jacked up and not, we had all these problems in the general, what about the midterms? Did we have some issues in the, mid, uh, at the, uh, in the primaries? And I'm not saying this because I ran in the primary and lost. I'm saying this because how are you going to say that one election is broken, but the other one wasn't? And and as 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 Republicans, we would look pretty silly sitting there saying that, yep, primaries were good because all our people won. The general was messed up a month and a half later. Because none of our candidates won. That is that is being disingenuous and that is being kind of uh, lopsided, if you will. In a nutshell, we have got to fix this issue about our elections in Arizona. We look like the laughing stock of the country. Now, here's the deal. Here's the deal. I said this in my prior show that the reason why that we have a lot of these issues are it's a number of things. It's not just machines. It's not just a printer or are, are, are running out of ink. It's not just that. A lot of it is the rhetoric that goes along with some of this. Now, we've got people that are running around that uh, that say that they were disenfranchised, that the, their vote didn't count. or this. I'm not talking about the people that actually voted. I'm talking about some of the candidates that ran. You won in the primary, but you got your ass handed to you in the general by over 100,000 votes, but you want to scream voter fraud. Come on, you are being ridiculous. Don't be a sore loser. Get over here with the rest of us who lost and suck it up. Now, these people, again, like I was talking about the guy who is running for attorney general, where there was a there was a um, a rival or a, a a a I don't know. I've lost the word for it. There was a discrepancy of 510 votes then yeah, I can see where you would be upset. But some of these people who got their, got, got, uh, their, their butts handed to them. Come on. You, you, you can't get on that wagon. 
Okay, because because if you won by that much in the primary and you lost by that much in the general, I mean, come on now. And, you know, you got to face the fact maybe people just didn't like you. Because I know I didn't vote for you. I voted for the independent that was running. No, a correction. I voted for actually I voted for Representative Bullock because she ran for secretary of state. And she wasn't even on the ballot for the general. Yes, I said it and I went there. Why? Because I just thought she was a better candidate. But I digress. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, this is a problem that we really need to fix. We need to stay on our lawmakers to make sure that they are paying attention to this and that it is taken care of. Because if it is not, we are going to continue to see problems. we got 2024 coming up. And if we are not vigilant in this, then we are going to see something similar happen. Now, what happens to our country, particularly if Donald Trump decides to win, and let's say he loses, he loses Arizona. And are we going to have the same issues as we are seeing now in the midterms? And are we going to see a repeat, a repeat of what happened January 6th, the attack on the Capitol, which I don't condone one bit, which actually goes against every fiber in my being to attack our capital. That's just, uh, that's another conversation um, in hitting police officers over the head what hockey sticks saying that you support the blue is also something that's beyond me, but that's another conversation. That's another, that is another podcast. My name is Walt Blackman. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Stay tuned and we will make sure that you get all the news you want. If you want to listen to this, just go to my podcast platforms at Spotify at Amazon music and at Apple, and you can be part of the No PC Zone here on the Wall Blackman Show. We'll see you next time, ladies and gentlemen. Strap in. You're listening to the Walt Blackman Show, the show that brings you hardcore conservative straight talk. Welcome to the No PC Zone.